All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. <laughs> it was hot. It was really quite something. <laughs> Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So we want to give a very big thank you to our partners, Alt Playground. If you are looking for an amazing lifestyle site, a place to connect with sexy people, our recommendation is heading to altplayground.net. They don't do anything by the status quo. They are constantly looking for new ways to up their game and really improve the experience for their users. And there's so many sexy ways to do that, including their big wall. The theme today for the big wall is bikini pics, for example. So if you want to share some of your sexy summer attire and see some for yourself, you should head to altplayground.net. Plus, you can find our community, Front Porch Swingers. Jump on there and see what we're up to, which will be very big as we look to get on the road. Yes, absolutely. Lots going on on Alt Playground. Everything from the forums to the podcast corner uh, to the communities, all that good stuff. For sure. So head on over to altplayground.net today. Get yourself signed up. We know that you'll love it just as much as we do. And the second partner of our podcast today is Promescent. We have been talking for a long time about why we love their products. The Delay Spray is one of our favorite products, and it's something that I have used other delay sprays in the past and have not been super happy with. And I'm so glad that we found Promescent because it's one of those ways to just extend our sexy bedroom playtime without the feeling of numbness or any weirdness <laughs> for me personally while we're having sex. Yeah. And who doesn't want to extend playtime? Even if you're not suffering from premature ejaculation, why would you not want to extend playtime? Absolutely. So head on over to promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Use our code, which is SWING15 for 15% off of your order. Yeah, get over there, check it out, and check out the Vitaflux. Highly recommend it. Yes, we've had so many people reach out to Brian specifically and say, thank you so much for recommending that product. I've tried it myself, and it's been amazing. Yes, hurry up, get over there, get you some. For sure. So... I have a single guy tip of the week for us this week to kick things off. Yes, and I, I think understand. It's, it's an important one because it's something that I personally experience a lot. And I'm sure a lot of other people in the lifestyle do as well. Yeah, it's not unusual, I imagine, but it, it's strange that we're still, I guess, I don't know, still dealing with it. <laughs> I find it a little odd that people haven't kind of picked up on this yet. It's kind of like, hey, listen, you weren't invited. Don't show up. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. So what we're referring to is asking for nudes. Okay? Well, not just asking for nudes, asking for nudes almost directly out of the gate, like two messages. Hey, how are you? Um, so-and-so, by the way, can I see your naked tits? Like what? Right. But I think a lot of single guys don't understand when is the appropriate time to ask for nudes. And so we're going to maybe share some of our insight. I'm going to tell why I like when guys ask for nudes, but at the appropriate time and in the appropriate way. Yeah, once there's a rapport that has been built and there's a little bit of flirtiness that's gone on, totally understandable. But right out of the shoot, probably don't need to ask for the nudes. Certainly don't need to send them, but you also don't need to ask for them. For sure. So what I absolutely hate is, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Cool. Do you want to send me a picture of your tits? I fucking hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It makes me feel like a piece of meat. 
It makes me disinterested in you. It makes me think you can't be like smart about communication with me. I don't like that. Well, and I'm sure there are some people that don't mind it. Totally fine. I get that. But when there has to be a cerebral connection, much like how you have to communicate with people, that does not work. And it's just, it's in poor taste. How about you just don't do that? Build a rapport, read the room, figure out when the right time, the appropriate time to ask for pictures or nude pictures particularly read the room is the perfect way to put it if i'm sending out those flirty vibes if i'm saying if i'm giving you compliments that's the time to slide it and be like hey any chance you'd like to exchange some nudes at that point i'm going to be like hell yeah if we're feeling each other if you're cool if we've built a little bit of rapport i'm all about it but the second or third message in asking me for a tit pig I fucking hate that. Yeah, it's like you're just collecting pictures is what you're doing, you know? Is that what you think they're doing? Oh, a lot of times for sure. Just just guys trolling and collecting pictures. And the other thing is you have to be attracted to that person, not cerebrally for sure, but also some level of physical attraction. So if you've seen semi-nude pictures or completely clad pictures of somebody, then you're going to be interested, more interested for sure, in sending and sharing those nudes. And if you haven't built that rapport yet... That's just not going to work for you. Some people it does. I totally get that. If that's the case, rock on. But for the most part, don't ask for nudes like message two. Yeah, but I think it, I mean, I can see how it's confusing for some guys because there's a lot of couples out there, for example, that are like, oh, we want eight inches or bigger or we want super thick. If you're not that, we don't want you. If that's the case, then maybe that is appropriate. However, that's not how communication starts with us, certainly, and certainly not with you. Right. And you know, so once again, maybe guys need to be more cognizant of how to adjust the tempo. If you're communicating with a couple that says, hey, we want this, 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 and this, Provide them in a picture. No problem. That doesn't mean everybody wants that. Right. And if it doesn't say that specifically in the in your bio, probably don't need to do it. And certainly you don't need to do it if you haven't been asked. Right. If that hasn't been a discussion. So you, you were mentioning earlier when we were talking about this that you prefer for the woman to really lead with the nudes. If I am communicating with a woman, absolutely. I'm Listen, I'm old. I'm old school. I'm not just going to throw out nude pictures. You know, that's not my thing. <laughs> if, you, if you're someone that we, I have been communicating with and we're flirting and everything is copacetic and we're on the same page, we seem to both be interested. And then you say, hey, I'm going to send you a little something saucy and you shoot me a nude pic. I will ask if you then want to me to reciprocate. I That's no problem. But I am certainly not going to send it first. What if they don't do it? What if they don't initiate it? I'm not. I wouldn't initiate it. But then what? What if you never know, like, if you're interested in them, like, physically? Before we ever meet, as you know, there's always, hey, let me send you a picture of myself. I will send a picture of me completely clad, totally dressed. Then maybe it's, oh, well, do you have something a little bit naughtier? You know, that's happened before. Then I know that the door has been open. So I'm looking for a cue. I'm not just going to send a nude pic. Yeah. That just, to me, is just in poor taste. And I kind of like when guys lead the way with that and ask me for a nude first. Sure. But I think, like I said, it has to be done in the right time and in the right way. And if it seems thirsty to me, I am so turned off by that. The more thirsty you seem, no matter what the situation is, the more I'm going to be turned off by you. Well, desperate is never a good look. Yeah. It's just not. Eagerness, desperation, those are just. Not, I smell it from a mile yeah, away like a fucking hound. Yeah, that's not. And those I are not hate it. sexy qualities in a potential playmate. It's like sniffing garbage to me. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Because just, here's the thing if you seem desperate, then I, I feel like you're saying the same thing to me that you are to another dozen women, and I don't feel special. I don't feel valued. And then I don't want to get naked with you. Well, 100%. It's also the same thing, like, you know, right, right now, like those two ads that we have out that are literally five months old. Literally, right. literally five months. Right. I am still getting responses from them. I got two today. Two, 
Well, actually, I got four responses, but from two different people because they're both guys responded to both ads <laughs> with the same response, and mm-hmm. they are not simpatico. One generic response is not going to work for both of those ads, and it's obvious what you're doing. You're just casting a wide net. I get it. Times are weird. I, I get it. But if you earnestly want a response that makes sense and you want to get involved in a situation that makes sense for you, you really got to read the post. You've got to read the bios and, and design an answer that fits the, the questions. Mm-hmm. You got to you have to make it make sense. And at minimum, you got to at least appear as though you're paying attention. Right. That That's the big thing, right? Don't just throw the generic bullshit out there because I smell it a mile away, especially when you've responded to both ads the exact same way. So here's a question for you. There are some, like, for example, Double List allows you to attach a picture yes. to your ad. And sometimes people will post naked pictures with their ad. Yes. How do you feel about that as a man that's it, looking for someone to potentially play with me? If you're a guy and you've posted a picture of your junk, oh, just random picture on on a, a double list post, for example, which is basically what has taken the place of Craigslist, essentially. Craigslist cas- casual yeah. encounters. The, right. Yeah, double list. If you folks haven't heard, is basically this. It's that's what it is. It's a you know, it's a hookup kind of thing. If you've done that, just arbitrarily thrown that out there, right. I'm already, we're already done. Really, yeah, completely. Yeah, I don't even I don't even respond to it. And why? Well, because again, it goes back to that eagerness, that desperation, and it's also a generic. It's just like it's your if your go to is throwing out a picture of your cock, then you don't have any conversation. Right. You don't have the ability to hold a cogent conversation. Right. We we know you have a cock. We just assume that you do. <laughs> Typically, if you know, you're you have some genitalia, we figured that out. So if you have to start and open with that, that's the opening line essentially, or you're you're using that as bait. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Yeah. I, we don't need to go any further. I you can know. agree with that. It kind of seems like the basic bitch thing to do, you know? Yeah, it's, you it's know. It's like, if you have to throw out a dick pic, can you hold a conversation with me? Probably not. Well, here's the other thing, right? Because we live in a rural mountain community where, uh, you know, during the winter, it's if you don't ski, you got no business living here kind of thing. You go through Tinder where we live. Every fucking picture is the same. It doesn't matter the time of year. Like right now, there are pictures of guys on skis, gals on skis, holding up a fucking ski pole. It's a picture of their face with a ski hat on. Everything has got to have something to do with skis or your dog. Right. Right. You've got a picture of your or your dog and snow and skis. It's like, okay, do you have any fucking imagination whatsoever? Does anybody have anything unique to show or to say? It's all the same bullshit. Always this and the bios are the same. Like the same person could have written all the bios. Like there's one bio for guys, one bio for gals. It's the same fucking thing. Right. Right. It's like just choose column A or column B. <laughs> there's there's just no creativity anymore. It I, it's unfortunate because you know, there could be some quality people out there, but those when it's the random or the generic picture, I should say, of, of the same skyline and the same mountainscape and all that shit and the same picture of the river, it's like, okay, you, you've got no imagination. This is this if this is it, we we don't need to go any further. Right. You know? It's it's just too yeah, generic. That only impresses out of state people. <laughs> Yeah, if those, you're for, those yeah. ladies that come in for like business and they're like, "Oh, wow, you're adventurous." Yeah, you're an outdoorsman. You fish. Oh, uh, let that's me break so it to sexy. you. Let, let, I don't, <laughs> let, let me just let me spoil this for everybody. If you live in Montana, you're an outdoors person. Right. You don't have a fucking choice. Yeah, so otherwise don't be, you sit in your house all yeah, day. <laughs> don't be super impressed by the guy on the fucking ski slope or the side of the mountain. Or holding a, up the, the fish that's oh, like yeah. not even a good fish. Yeah. That's my that's my pet peeve being from Montana is when they're holding up the fish. And I'm like, bitch, that's like a 10-pound trout. Or like, you, yeah. why the fuck am I impressed by that? You could go down the down to the river. Now, get a paddle fish, a giant fish out of the river that's like 50 pounds that you're holding up by your hand, then I'm turned on. Then I'm like, ooh, 
you are strong and sexy and I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, well, you could go to the river down by our house and just stick your hand and catch a fucking trout. So yeah. not super impressed exactly. by that. But yeah, it's like, you know, I, I just want some creativity. Yeah. That's all. I'm just looking for some creativity. Me too. You know, be genuine. Be unique. I don't know. Comb your hair. Shave. That's a big deal here. If yeah. you do that, you're in great fucking shape. For sure. Yeah. So anyway. I don't know. Maybe some ladies like that unkept look. Is no, that a uh, thing? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Especially those, like you said, who aren't necessarily from here and don't really experience that in larger cities. So it's larger something city. different. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. How, yeah, how yeah. interesting that you're so like you know earthy yeah but it, it says very clearly where we're from and all that stuff so <laughs> right. like if you're trying to impress us with that it, it, it's not going to work because you yeah. look like every other dude in town for sure yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah what's interesting here though is that the gals are always dressed to the nines perfectly they always it's like the it's the hair it's the clothing it's they're so well put together the beautiful. guys just don't give a beautiful shit beautiful women in our area yeah and you so always pretty. see them with guys who look like they just rolled out of bed in the clothes they slept in yep it's the same i mean you could we it's see cookie it all cutter. the time always yep always 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 it's crazy yeah it really is i find but it's it so almost strange. like you almost i i mean i would assume that you feel like you have to kind of settle for that because there are so few guys that don't fit that bill of like the outdoorsy unkept guy in the cargo shorts and the dirty fucking plaid shirt yeah, if you well listen, if you don't have plaid, if you're not wearing a plaid shirt at some point throughout the year, you don't you don't belong here essentially. Right. Which is why I don't own a plaid shirt, unfortunately. I've never 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 really bought one. Never fit in. But yeah, I don't get it. I mean, you got to you got to step out there. You got to be different from everybody else. I agree. I think so. A little different, a little something. Yeah. You know. And back to my original point with nudes, it's like be different in that you don't assume that you have to receive nudes right away for it to be a good conversation or a good connection. Well, like you said, it's like some guys or some people think that because you're not willing to send a nude picture right away, that you're not really interested in getting together. Well, that's ridiculous. Right. You know, what because do you think I am. All, yeah. What do you think we're all doing here? Yeah, exactly. I think we're just wasting our time. We're like, oh, we have so much time on our hands. We just have to get on fucking whatever the site is. Yeah. We're just going to post a bio and you know all that bullshit just because we don't want to meet people. Yeah. You know, no, we don't, it's not that we don't want to meet you. We want to meet some unique people. Oh, it's raining outside. We might as well jump on fucking yeah. Tinder. It's so no, crazy. No, that's not how that works for us. Yeah, yeah. It's really <laughs> super generic. So guys, if you are earnestly trying to meet someone and communicate with someone in an attempt to further down the road, meet them and potentially play with them, don't jump right away with, you know, with the eagerness and, you know, message to, can you send me a nude? Right. That's just not, it's not a go-to. There is so much free fucking porn for that shit. You don't need it. Well, it's also like, you know, I I get it. You want to see the person that potentially you're going to play with. You know, that might be it. But do you need to see that right away? But why? Why is that a thing? You have to see me naked to be interested in me sexually? Why is that a thing? No, I mean, I can't relate to that. No, well, yeah, but you have a different perspective of it. It's you're not. It's not the physical that you're always attracted to. It's it's not that's that's not your go to. Yeah, I guess. You know, a lot of people it is. So and I, also, I get I'm it. more attracted to people's like faces, I guess, than their bodies. Well, for sure. But it's again, I, like I said, it's also a cerebral thing. But at some point, even if you are a physical person and you have to have that physical attraction, you can do it tastefully. Right. You know, you can certainly first ask for a clothed picture and then share one with them. And at some point, kind of get a little bit more risque, semi-clothed, and then maybe a full-on nude pictures. But you've got to get to that point. And asking for it right away, that is not going to get it done. So single guys, listen up. Don't ask for the nudes. Day for one. Sure. Or message one. Couples do it too, though. Just throwing that out there. They have. They've done it to us. I fucking hate it. Yeah. My least favorite is when someone reaches out and is like, hey, Brennan and Brian, that's it. Followed by 12 naked photos. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Well, what also, am I supposed to do with this? Well, it doesn't leave anything to the imagination. I want to like get it. I want the build up. 
Not only that, but I'm sorry. This is the reality. I see a lot of naked bodies. A lot. Yeah. Unless you are the most incredible physical specimen I've ever seen in my life, I'm probably not going to be impressed by your nudes. And I don't say that to be mean. I say that to make people realize that they need to focus on other things other than just the physicalities of themselves. Well, if we're going to be if we're going to be playmates to some degree, then there has to be more because that's simply not enough. Or if you're trying to hook our attention. Well, yeah, you've got I, I think yeah. is what they're doing. It's like, yeah. oh, look at my wife's beautiful tits. That's awesome. I see a lot of fucking tits. Yeah, a I've, lot of tits. I've seen a lot of tits. And that's all fine and good. I really enjoy playing with them. I like being around them. <laughs> Me too. But that's not enough. Exactly. It's just not enough. The tits have to be attached to a really fucking cool person Listen, the for truth me is, to want to fuck them. The truth is one of the, not one of, the single worst experience we've had with a couple, the single worst experience, was with a woman who was had a body that she was just smoking hot. Are you talking about, uh, I don't even remember what we called them, the couple we went out of town with? Yes. Okay. It was a, for me, you had a great experience. I had yeah. a terrible fucking experience. Yeah. Yep. She had a killer body. Beautiful. Unbelievable. But it was a terrible experience. Yep. So it just didn't matter. Exactly. I didn't even appreciate the, its beauty, the beauty of her. You You'd know? rather be with someone who is like an average body, but fucking cool. Well, the, but someone who's really cool, they become they go from average to smoking hot. Yeah. Really fucking quickly. So true. So it doesn't matter. Yep. It really doesn't. If, you're, if that chemistry is there, it just does not matter. I'm not even concerned about any of your enhancements or any of that bullshit. Right. Totally agree. Yeah. So easy on the nudes, guys. <laughs> And couples. <laughs> yeah. So it's a roundabout. Just in general. Just a roundabout way of saying easy on the nudes, guys. Lead with your personalities. Yeah, try anyway. All day. Yeah. So guys. Unless we... you don't have a good personality, then for sure whip out your cock. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's worth a try at that point. You yeah. don't have anything else to rely yeah. on. If you, have, if you have no conversation, then sure, just whip it out. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So I want to get to our sexy story today because I am dying to dissect this because things went not according to plan, but in the most sexy way possible. Yeah, it was unique with the way you explained it to me. And I don't have all the details, obviously, yet because we had we reconnected last night and talked about it a little bit. But I don't know exactly what how the whole thing went down. But I, I do think that there's uh, potentiality for success with how it went. If we play it right, for sure. Yeah, All well, parties involved. So yeah. we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah, no doubt. But so what we're referring to is an experience I had last night with Ben. Yes. Which if you guys have not listened to previous episodes, you absolutely should. Where I talk about my first couple of experiences with Ben. Yeah. Ben is a, f- a longtime friend. Someone I have known for a while. And I've developed a really great friendship with. And it's become a situation where we have both agreed that we want to explore sexually together as playmates yes and it has been under the assumption that i was going to be his key holder throughout this whole thing correct and i have uh, if you guys didn't listen to the last episode i actually caged him for the first time not the last episode but the last episode i talked about him yes so i caged him and i have been wearing his key around my neck for three weeks yes he has been caged for three weeks the guy is really quite he's got he's got some stamina he can he, he can hold out the original plan was one week. Yeah. And then he had some things come up with familial responsibilities. And then the following week after that, we just could not align schedules because he was working out of town and we had 
responsibilities for our brand and things we were doing. So it ended up being almost three weeks that he was caged, which I was really impressed. We talked almost daily. I was concerned. (laughs) I was not super concerned only because we touched base almost every single day. Yeah, I know. And you were sending him pictures of the key and all kinds of stuff. I was teasing teasing him. him. Yeah, I would put on like sexy lingerie and have the key kind of hanging down in my cleavage or on my neck. And I think he really enjoyed that buildup. He seems to. But he often talked about not being able to touch his cock and how that was like a mind fuck for him. I'm sure it's the first time he's ever experienced something like this. And not only was it was so it was the first time and it was three weeks. It was a three week period. Yeah. Not like three days, not a week. Right. Three weeks. Three That's weeks. a long time, I would imagine, for even an experienced cuck to pull off. I was expecting for him to call one day and be like, hey, you have to come take this fucking thing off me immediately. For like, sure. Even if we can't play, I need to get out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that didn't happen. No, to his credit, it did not. He was uh, He was very... He was determined, for sure. He was steadfast. And I did tell him, I kind of dangled this carrot in front of him of like, if I have to come unlock you before it's time, then you're not going to get to fuck me. Right. So that was what I kept enticing him with. And I think he really enjoyed that tease. Yeah. Listen, he's a guy that's exploring his sexuality in in every way possible at this point because he hadn't had the opportunity prior. So now he's really just kind of immersing himself in it. And good for him. Glad glad it's working out for him. I, like I told you, three weeks, I had just been, I'd have taken a fucking... You know, some kind of hacksaw or something to that thing. You something. Know, grinder. Yeah. I would Anything it to get it off your fucking cock. Yeah. yeah, there's no way. I know I couldn't do it. You know, I told you I would if you wanted me to do it like for the night, like when we went to dinner or something. But I imagine it would be super fucking restrictive. Do you think you'd even struggle with that? Just like Probably. two or three hours? Probably. Yeah. Because yeah. I would think, and he said it's like all he was thinking about. Like, oh, it's got to be constant on your mind. Granted, he runs a business. He has other things he's doing, but... When he wasn't doing things, that's all he thought about. Yeah, if your mind isn't occupied, I imagine it's occupied on your cock being in a cage. Right. Yeah. And that kind of turned me on too because it was this idea of when he has free time, when he's sitting at his house or something, he's thinking of me. Oh, yeah. Because... Touch himself for sure. For sure. Or trying not to touch himself, but still thinking, oh my God, that key is around Brenna's neck. Yeah, well, of course, you're sending pictures of it every morning too. That doesn't help. (laughs) So I loved that. I loved the tease, the anticipation that I was building up. It really lent a lot to me feeling like sexy and powerful. Right. So anyway, we played last night. We made plans to hang out. I went to his house. We had a little light dinner, some drinks, and we were just kind of hanging out at the house. Everything was super friendly. There was definitely a little teasing, like a couple of times I would kind of touch the key and like give him a look or something, and he would like laugh back at me. So it was pretty playful. But I could also tell by the look on his face that like any moment... He wanted to pounce on me. Yeah, he wanted that cage off. Yeah. Yeah, because the opportunity now presented itself. You were right there. I'm there with the key and a pussy. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, all things aligned. Yes. for sure. He was like, I've got everything I need right here, and yet it is still so far away (laughs) because we're still clothed. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm still caged. And so we kind of wrapped up drinks and everything and we were standing there in in his kitchen and he goes what is it going to take for me to earn the key because i told him ahead of time like i'm not just gonna give you this key right i'm not just gonna hand it over after three weeks and let you unlock yourself and that's that so you really have to earn it with me okay that's where things get kind of interesting because i said well i'm gonna go change into lingerie and you think of a way to earn your key right so I go into his bedroom, strip down, get in this. I put the wine lingerie on that has the big kind of droopy front, the one that we got in Denver. Yes. 
that you really enjoy I and do. I figured he would as well. Yeah. It looks really nice on my skin if I may say so myself. I like it. Hugs, <laughs> hugs you in all the right places. So I put that on. I came back out and you know he really enjoyed the look of it and I said have you thought of anything and he goes um yeah I'm not sure exactly how you're going to feel about it but I've definitely thought of something that you might enjoy and I was like okay and he goes let's go back into the bedroom. So we go into the bedroom and he pulls out of his closet Three different sizes of canes. Oh, nice. And a paddle. And I was like, well, but wait a second. (laughs) I'm topping you. I said, well, how is this going to work? And he's like, well, I know how much you love impact play. And I think it would be really hot if I earned my key by providing you with just the right amount and the right type of impact play for you. And if you enjoy it, then I will earn my key. See, now that makes more sense to me because I didn't quite understand how you got to that point last night. Yeah. Because we didn't talk about it in depth. We waited till today. But that makes more sense. So he is, in fact, in all fairness, he was topping you due to the impact play. Physically, he was topping me, but mentally I was topping him. Correct. So from from a bottom position, you were topping him. Yeah. Because what he was doing was for your pleasure. Right. And the only way... Right. The only way he was going to earn getting out of that cage was to top you. Yes. Really, really bottom from the top position. Very strange, but I like it. It's weird and awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I was so impressed that he came up with it because I was thinking like this whole time, I'm like, okay, it's been three weeks. What is he going to be able to do that would impress me enough for me to just willingly give over the key? Okay, I'm not overly impressed with most people's oral. I'm not, I don't, I like oral sex. I love being eaten out. That's not the problem, but... For you to earn the key after three weeks, just licking my pussy isn't really going to get me there. Yeah, it's going to take some. That's going to take some work for sure. And his cock is caged still, right. so he can't earn it by fucking me really well. Right. So it's like, what else can you really do? And that's what he went to, and I was so impressed by that. Well, I think it makes perfect sense. That makes more sense. So now I get it. So it wasn't as though because the, the way you had described it to me last night was that he actually took a dominant role to some degree. I guess he did because he was actually. Imp- implementing the impact but that's not really how this looks to me yeah it looks to me like he took that that position not begrudgingly but but he had to take it in order to earn the idea of of him being the bottom right to get you to top him he had to be the top yeah kind of weird right it's a little bit of a mind fuck yeah but but an exceptional way to get it done because he really, I mean, it was the best of both worlds. He got to be dominant. He mm-hmm. got to be the top and the bottom. Yep. While Because this entire time, he frankly is the bottom. He is still caged. He is providing you the pleasure that you so earned, basically, right? By being the key holder. Right. Right? So he didn't have a choice. He had to do something. He had to be creative. I mean, what's he going to do? How, how many hours is it going to take him to lick your pussy to get you to take the cage off? <laughs> so, you know, he gets a locked jaw, then what? Yeah. So that's a great... That's just a great way to do it, I think. It was a great plan. I think so, too. I was very impressed. Yeah. So he lays down the paddle and the three canes on the bed, and I bend over the bed, and he asks me where I want him to start. And I'm like, well, I think you should warm me up a little bit with the paddle. See there. See? So he asked you. Yep. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was in complete control. Right. You from the bottom were topping him. Yeah. Which is, again, I wasn't aware of that last night. So that changes how I am viewing this thing. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. He was still in the submissive role, theoretically, although he was 
providing the impact. But yep. he was in the submissive role, asking you where to start, asking you where to go. Right. That's a very different thing. So, yeah, I instruct him to start with the paddle and to kind of warm me up a little bit. And he has apparently had quite a bit of experience with with a paddle and was doing this wonderful thing that I love that Clint sometimes does too when he and I play with impact, which is that whole like light tapping and then hitting somewhere else. So it gets me out of the expectation of where I'm going to feel the landing of whatever the object is. It also throws off the rhythm. It doesn't, you can't create a rhythm that way. Yep, exactly. And so that's what he did with the paddle for quite a while. He did it on my ass, he did it on the back of my thighs, a tiny bit on my calves, and I was really loving it and just feeling good. And so finally I said, I think you need to start with the cane now. And so I told him to go with the middle size of it and he takes it and starts caning my ass. And I'll tell you, for those of you who have never been caned before, it's I shouldn't say my, my favorite. I think my favorite is still the flogger. Right. But it is the most different experience of all the impact that's out there. And what I love so much about caning period is every single cane is going to be completely different. Yeah. So the width or the weight of the cane will make for a huge difference. And then in addition to that, the material that the cane is made out of will make a lot of difference. There are metal canes, there are bamboo canes, there are wooden canes. A lot of times people just use like wooden dowels. So there's a lot of different ways that you can experience the sensation that's created by the cane that's being used. Yeah, canes are, it's a very, that's a very intense imp- level of impact. It's more advanced. Certainly don't want to start with a cane because you can get out of control real fast. Yes. That can go south on you instantly. Yeah, but he was very mindful and very thoughtful with how he was using it. It was a lot of like build up and a lot of couple taps here and then a harder tap, but still not intense hitting and kind of playing on different areas of my body as well, which I really liked. It was like the top of my ass, then the bottom of my ass, then my legs. And he was doing such a good job of sensing and listening to my cues. You know, the and you know this too, like if I'm loving impact play, it's a lot of like, mm, or like, ooh, like sexier noises right. versus when I'm hit really hard and it really stings or hurts. It's like a squeak, like, ooh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can tell the difference very, very quickly. It's very distinct. And he was so mindful of that. So like if he got a ooh noise, he would stop and like rub it. Or at one point, this was very sexy actually. He hit me pretty hard with the with the cane he stopped because i made the noise and started kissing all over my ass sure and i loved that and almost kind of like blowing in between kisses yeah i loved it so still though he is taking your direction you are telling him use the the middle size cane and of course directing based on the the level of impact so again i like the idea that that's what he chose to do to earn being released from the cage. Yep. But still, all the while, he was the bottom. He was yep. taking that direction from you. He was pleasuring you. 100%. Yeah, I like that. So then we switched to the skinny. I asked him to switch to the skinnier cane for a little bit. We tried that. And then I had this grand idea, okay, that I was going to lay on my back and have my head off of the bed. He was standing by my head. And I took my tits out of my lingerie and they were hanging out. And I then told him to start hitting my tits with the cane while I was licking his balls. Granted, he is still caged. Right. 
So I am licking his balls. His cock is at this point becoming swollen and the skin is coming out of the grates on, sure. the, on the cage like crazy. So it's like... Once again, I'm topping him. I am causing this discomfort slash pleasure for him while he is caning my tits. Well, it's interesting because he also has to have, you've got to be very much in control from his position. Being teased, obviously, but also providing impact. He has to really control his emotions or, you know, the impact becomes too impactful. Exactly. Obviously, he loses focus. So really very important. And he did a great job with that. It was not ever a situation where I was, you know, giving him too much that he couldn't handle and was therefore doing anything he shouldn't have been doing with the cane. It was great. And at one point, this was very sexy. He lifted up my tit and was rubbing the cane under my tit and teasing me. So I started licking his balls and his cock harder. Then I started going up to his cock, like the very tip of it is kind of sticking out of the cage at this point and swirling my tongue around it. Like, hey, if you're gonna tease me, I am going to tease you right back. Like we at this point have equal amounts of power. It was this weird and erotic like power struggle we had going on. And oh my God, I loved it so much. Yeah, so that changes the whole thing because the way you initially described it last night was that he was in this kind of power position, which I couldn't understand because I assumed, of course, that he was still caged, which really doesn't lend itself to being in a power position. However, as the cuck or as the bottom, as we all know, or at least as folks who play in that space no, you are in control. The bottom is always in control. Right. But this was kind of a unique dynamic. Very much so. Right. We chose to perform impact play on you in order to earn the right to get out of that cage. Yeah. yeah which is super hot. So then he, you know, he came my tits for a little bit. I was glowing red. I could feel at this point my ass was on fire. My tits were sore. And so I was like, okay, now it is really time to up this whole thing. So I started like playing with my tits, playing with my nipples while I am licking all over his balls and cock and he's moaning. And so I ask like, you know, do you want out of that cage? And he's like, well, yes, I want out of this cage. And I'm like, what are you going to do if you get out of it? He's like, I'm going to fuck you like crazy. And I was like, well, if I let you out, you need to follow through with that. He's like, I promise I will. <laughs> so he, I'm still bent over, my head's still off the bed, right? right? I undo the clasp to my necklace that is holding the key. So now I have the key free and I'm like pretending to fumble with it. And I'm like, oh no, I can't get it into <laughs> right. the lock. It's not working as I am in between saying things, still licking his cock and his balls. Right. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, no, I'm not. I, I can't get it in. He's like, unlock my cock. <laughs> I loved it. So I put the key in finally, unlocked it, and took it off, took off the cage. It took quite a a bit of coaxing, too, because at this point, he is hard. Yeah, I'm sure. And it had to be just an amazing relief to get out of that thing after three weeks. Yes. So I take the actual cage off his cock. Then the ring is still around his balls. Right. And so I'm trying to push his balls through, but they were so full of, I'm assuming, cum that they were swollen. And so he kind of had to help me (laughs) push his balls through. We finally get the entire cage off and I set the key next to it. And I was like, we'll revisit that in a minute. We'll get back to that. 
<laughs> and then we started fucking. He, I actually turned around on the bed, and so I was on my back, but now my legs are towards him. Right. And he gets on top of me and puts on a condom and starts fucking me. And I can tell from the second he starts pumping into me that it is the most needy fuck ever. Like he needed this time for sure. He did after three weeks of not even being able to touch himself. Really, I mean, I can't even imagine the the anticipatory buildup he must have been experiencing. Yes, and the look on his face is just like oh, hungry, like so much enjoyment. And I think what I really liked about it was like it wasn't necessarily just about fucking me. It was about like sensation, and you could tell he was enjoying it. He wasn't super hard pumping into me like oh my god, I just want to come right now. It was like every single inch was another piece of enjoyment for him another element of enjoyment yeah because he had lost that that sensation he had hadn't experienced it for three weeks yeah yeah i I liked it it. so he's on top of me he's pumping into me and i'm like how does that feel on your cock now and he's like oh it feels so good and the whole time i can feel like his balls hitting up against me because they're fucking heavy and i loved that too that feeling of his balls on me was very erotic because it's like once again i made that happen right i had the control to know that that is now the you know the reason that he's in that physical state sure that was sexy that's a powerful thing yeah so he's fucking me and i come pretty quickly because at this point like i am so worked up from the caning and from teasing him and undoing his cock and seeing the look on his face and everything all of it culminated into like this amazing orgasm for me and my legs are shaking and i'm clenching down on him and he really enjoyed that a lot (laughs) i'm quite sure he did and then we go into this very kind of almost frustrated, angry, dirty talk with each other where he's like saying naughty things to me and they're not mean naughty things. He's not like degrading me. It's not humiliation, but it's like everything he says has this air of like, fuck you for keeping me in a cage for three weeks. Right. Like how dare you keep me locked up for three weeks. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Like he's saying like, oh, this pussy feels good. But he's saying it like that. Like, fuck you for making me wait three weeks for this pussy. Well, like, of course it's going to. It's been three weeks. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Totally. So we fuck like that for quite a while. I ask him if he wants me to get on top and he's like, no, I want to stay just like this. I'm like, cool. So he's just burying himself into me. And then I knew he was getting close because he started to grab onto my shoulders as he was kind of like pulling himself into me. But it became very... (laughs) It was like his touch was manifesting into like his frustration. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. His frustration was coming through in the way he was touching me. And... I assumed that meant he was going to come very quickly. Sure. He's also probably thinking to himself, I need to really make this count because I'm about to get back in this fucking cage. <laughs> yeah. So he's pumping into me and he's like, I'm going to come soon. I'm like, I know I can tell. And he's like, I don't want to come yet. I want to make you come again. And I was like, no, I want you to come. And almost immediately after I said that, he came so hard his whole body shook i was looking up at his face while he was coming and he had his eyes closed but his whole face was just like contracted he was experiencing so much 
release in that moment. Yeah, probably some of the most he's ever felt, I would imagine. Oh, God. And it was hot for me because just like the ball slapping up against me, it was like, okay, I did that. Yeah. You experiencing this amazing release and having to wait for it for this long was because of me. Right. And that made me feel so fucking sexy. Yeah, I'm sure. It's, a, it's an intense thing when you've got that kind of, you know, let's call it control, but certainly that dynamic lends itself to a very, you know, it's an intimate kind of, connection yeah so i mean he stayed in me for a while just kind of continued to pump and come and you know his body is still shaking and i mean it's been like a minute and a half two minutes now it was crazy and then he finally gets out of me and at that point i realized like i had i think i had squirted at that point i didn't realize that i had but the bed was soaked right so i don't know if it was like sweat or my cum or what the fuck it was but it was just one of those things where you look down at the bed and you're like okay that means we had a good fucking time. yeah that was a, yeah that was a success for sure <laughs> and we just kind of laid on the bed for a couple minutes and i could tell and what was really interesting here is the most interesting thing to me about us both kind of quote unquote topping each other but in very different ways we are laying on the bed and when i am topped or especially when i've had impact play done and well I am so fuzzy afterwards. Like I feel like I'm drunk even if I have no alcohol in my system. I feel it's that type of feeling where like if I get up right away, I'm going to stumble. I'm slurring my words. It's just this, you know, overwhelming hormonal thing that's going on in my brain, right? And he was experiencing the exact same thing. And I knew he was because he couldn't form a sentence. Sure. He's trying to like tell me how good it was. Or I, at one point I was like, how was that for you? He's not forming total sentences, complete sentences. Yeah, he's fuzzy. I'm for like, sure. Fuck, that is hot. I loved that. We were both in that state of complete satiation. Yeah, well, it's also been a hot minute since he was out of that damn cage and experienced any kind of release. So he just must have been outside of himself thinking about what had just happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we kind of laid for just a couple minutes, relaxed, let everything kind of calm down. And finally, I was like, so what do we do with this cage? Actually, what I did was I picked up my necklace and I was like, what do I do with this key? And he's like, what do you want to do with that key? And I was like, well, obviously I want to keep it. And he said, I would really like for you to do that as well. He's like, this was a really great experience for me. It was difficult, challenging, but I loved it. He's like, at the same time, I cannot put it back on right now. Right. Like I am not at in a mental headspace to get put back in a cage right now. Sure, makes and sense. And I was like, I totally understand that. Let me take the key and I will come cage you again when we both decide it's a good time for me to do so. So as of right now, I still have his key. He still has his cage. He is not caged. And that's kind of where we're at right well, now. Well, I mean, after three weeks, the truth of the matter is it's probably the healthy to take a break for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Mentally, if nothing else. No, if to... he had told me he wanted to be caged again, I would have done it. But obviously, yeah. I'm going to 100% respect what he wants. Yeah, three weeks is a, a very long period of time to, to be in that situation. So certainly, taking a breather is, is not going to hurt but he did say he wanted to be caged again soon yeah so very soon. yeah clearly he enjoys that that level of play but probably doesn't need to be locked up for 21 days again it was a little much yeah i imagine it was yeah. i imagine it was so maybe that's that's the kind of thing that you know some protocol has to be put in place in terms of time and you know that type of thing but as long as he enjoyed it that's the that's the main thing he seems to really be enjoying the experience the whole idea of him exploring his sexuality in every imaginable way yeah 
Yeah. I think it's one of those things too where he is, I think we're a good fit for each other in that he wants to explore a lot of different dynamics. Like he obviously wants to be caged. He really likes that, but he doesn't want to be limited to that. So he would not, at this point in his journey, he would not be a good fit for someone who's like, I am a cuckoldress. I am a key holder. You will do as I say. We have this very strict protocol and dynamic that I am demanding between us. He's not at that point in his journey. And I'm not either. So we're a good fit in that way. Well, he may be at some point, but right now he's not. There's too many things he wants to experience. Right. You know, and also he just, that's a, three weeks is a, is a really trying period of time. That's a lot. So taking a break from that and kind of letting him determine how far he wants to go with this, and that's a great way to find out, certainly, because that's a pretty extreme time frame. And, yeah. and now he can, you know, compose himself, get it together, figure out which way he wants to go. I will say I am so impressed with him. I am so impressed with his ability to not only last three weeks, but even when like schedules didn't match up, you know, there was one night that he was really available. His schedule's crazy, equally as ours. And there was one night that he was able to meet up and we were not, we were doing, I think we had an interview scheduled for that night or something. And he's like, Hey, I'm available at seven o'clock tonight. Can we please get together? I really need to be uncaged. And I said, I really can't. Maybe I can sneak out afterwards and just uncage you, but it's not going to be an experience. And he was the one that made the determining factor of like, no, if we can't play and we can't make it a scene and have that experience together, then I need to stay caged. Yeah, he wanted the full, yeah, he wanted the full experience. The only way to get that obviously is to do exactly what you did. Unfortunately, it took longer than the, it normally would. Right. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, he wanted the full experience. I think that's good for him. He's badass. I'm super impressed with him. Yeah, listen, there's no fucking way I could do it. Yeah, um, it takes a strong fucking person to do that. I touch my pussy constantly. Yeah. Okay, I'm the type of person that like I wake up and I masturbate. I'm stressed. I come home on my lunch and I masturbate. Like yeah. I love touching myself and providing that pleasure. So even take away like the sexual aspect of me teasing him or him anticipating the idea of playing with me. Take away all of that. Imagine not being able to touch yourself at all for three weeks. Yeah, that's well, yeah, not, you can touch yourself, but you're doing it through a metal cage. That's a, a very different thing. Like yeah. I said, I could probably do it for a couple of hours. A couple of weeks is out of the question. Yeah. There's just no way. So. So good for him. Kudos. So that was our experience. How do you feel about this whole thing? Well, that makes a lot more sense now that you've explained it fully because we didn't have a full conversation about this last night. You came home. We talked briefly about it and then we reconnected. And so part of it wasn't making a lot of sense to me. Like I didn't quite understand what you meant by how that dynamic played out. Right. Now it makes perfect sense. And and I appreciate the way it was done. that, That was a great idea. Yeah. I'm going to theoretically top you from the bottom to earn the right to get out of this cage. It's a great plan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not, right? What's What are the alternatives in that particular case? Not a lot. That's what I'm saying. What were his other options? Really? You're going to lick my pussy? Okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be super impressed. Even if you provide the best oral ever, I am not somebody who loves oral enough for that to be like, okay, that's what's going to end a three-week build up well that's the thing it it was a three-week period of time so it's like that level of restraint that he showed and commitment really deserves something above and beyond which i think is what he pulled off right it was a great idea so then the question became and something you and i talked about this morning we went out and had some juice at this cute little vegan restaurant and which is weird for us to say we're not vegan by any means but they had great juice and so we're sitting across from each other and we're talking about everything that happened and i was like well 
obviously he is interested in impact play or he wouldn't have come up with that idea. Right. Even if he knows I'm interested in it, he would not have brought that up as the option or the suggestion if that wasn't something he was interested in doing, or at least I hope not. So then the question becomes, is there a time when we start switching with each other? And how does that work with me being his key holder and having so much power over his cock for so long? I don't really think it's that big an issue. I think if there's the potential for that role reversal, I don't think that's a problem at all. It doesn't mean you don't continue to wear the key and be that person who, when the time comes, holds the power to cage him, you know, uh, with obviously with everybody on the same, you know, everybody having the consent to do so. But I don't think there's a problem with that. I mean, that's a, I think that's probably pretty healthy considering the idea that he's ex- trying to explore all these different variations of, of his sexuality. You know, I think it'd be good for him. Yeah, maybe. I'm really interested to see where it all leads. I, you know, I think the way that we left it last night was like, I don't ever want either of us to be in a situation where we feel like we can't ask for something or we can't express a desire with one another because we have somehow put ourselves into a box where I am the key holder and he is the caged man. Well, it's also a type of thing where you can say, listen, I want to be topped. In order for you to be caged, that's what you're going to have to provide for me. Yeah. Then it's kind of like we're both getting what we want. Yeah, 100%. It's kind of perfect when you think about it like that. Yeah, it's 100%. Which it works both ways. Everybody wins. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I love that. And it's probably, based on what happened yesterday, something that he would be open to, I would think. It certainly seems that way. Yeah. yeah I think that'd be a nice compromise. How do you feel about what, you know, the situation now that you fully understand it? Are you turned on by it? Are you, I mean, what are your overall thoughts? Yeah, well, obviously there's a, you playing with someone else is always the the factor of being turned on. Certainly that's the, that's, that's the heat factor. I like the idea that there is a, a mental game being played to some degree. It's not, again, we just talked about this with the, the single guys throwing out random news instead of being more cerebral, about, you know, in their approach. There's a, there is a cerebral component to this, which makes it that much hotter. Right. It's not just showing up at your playmate's house, having sex, and then coming home. There are other components. There are levels to this. Right. You know, there, there are things to be considered, you know, some, some thoughts that have to be played out. I, I think it's super hot. Yeah. And, and the idea that you have control while giving up some control is really interesting as well. Now, and like I said, it makes more sense now because our sex last night now makes more sense. Really? How so? Yeah, because again, that energy transference that you that I get when I can tell what kind of play that you've had. Of course, your your ass is bruised. You have bruises. Yes. So I know there was. I knew, of course, there was some impact, but I didn't understand the dynamic of it. And while you were bruised and clearly had been paddled or caned or flogged or whatever the case had been, I didn't know last night. There was still a, a high level of, you know, you had a high level of intensity, so you weren't as submissive as you normally would be had you been playing in an impact scene with someone like Clint, for example. It wasn't the same level of you being demure. It was just more intense. Mm, interesting. So you still had some of that dominant energy, which is interesting. It makes perfect sense now because it did. I didn't quite understand it last night, and we didn't really go into it. Yeah. Obviously, we wanted to unpack it here. Oh, that's fucking hot. Yeah. I like that a lot. It makes me feel like I have so many different 
pieces and parts of my sexuality and I'm getting to experience a lot of them even just in the course of a few hours, which how many people can say that? That's really fucking cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Listen, that's not the norm. Certainly not the norm, especially because you weren't prepared for it. You weren't you weren't expecting it. Right. That, that never really even occurred to you. And how could it? Because this is a new situation for both of you. Yeah. Certainly. You know, I find that very interesting. So last night, when you you left last night, obviously around six thirty ish, I had a full day. I was. Uh, we were doing You're all wiped. kinds of stuff around the house, and I was wiped out. I was thinking throughout the course of the day because I knew you were leaving early and you were having dinner and drinks. It was going to be a longer play session for you. You didn't get home till like 11-something. No, it was like 10.30. Was it? Well, yeah. you were gone for a f- period of time. Several hours, yep. I was planning on, at some point, taking a shower, getting dressed, cleaning myself up, and going out and potentially going to have a drink somewhere and in- interacting with some people. Single women, probably. Oh, while you were out on a play date. Why I, didn't you do that? Well, because I was fucking exhausted. As you know, I was working outside <laughs> in the sun all day. And I was like, yeah, this sounds like a great idea. And then uh, it was like, fuck this. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I was just wiped out. But I really was thinking, and I was going to just surprise you with it. I thought, let me go out and let me flirt and see what see what's going on. I was going to go to some of our regular our uh, regular places and maybe some places that we don't normally go to where people don't know us and just kind of see what that was like. But man, I just couldn't, I just couldn't get my fucking oh, you motivation. totally do that the next time I do something like this because I would be super turned on by that. Well, I figured that and I thought this would be the perfect time. It was a Saturday night. It was the timing was right and I thought, well, let me let me give this a shot and see if this is if this will do anything to get some more of the juices flowing, obviously. But yeah, I, I just couldn't fucking get off the couch. I was done. Took a shower. I'm like, yeah, I'm good right here. <laughs> well, for future reference, I think that's super fucking hot and I would be so into that yeah because i've never done that obviously no never not my thing but i thought yeah this would be a good time you know like i said you were gone between like 6 30 and 11 just about the right time yeah you know i even thought if i go and i do that i might even text you something from wherever i am and just kind of see what that was like but (laughs) like oh there's a big booty judy behind the bar that i totally bang (laughs) absolutely but i just i could not put it together by the time you left i took a shower i'm like fuck this my ass is staying right on the couch (laughs) I was wiped out. All that yard work and all that shit yesterday. I was literally outside all fucking day. Mm-hmm. So I was done. I can understand that. But done. you should totally do that in the future. Yeah, next time I, I certainly will. It was a, it was a thought. I, like I said, I didn't want to... I was going to surprise you with it and be out and send you a text. But yeah, I just couldn't put, a lot, put it oh. together. Yeah. Well, it was still a really fun night. And it resulted in very hot sex between you and I. Yes. And I'm really anxious to see where things go with Ben. I think it's going definitely in the right direction. It's becoming very fun i think for both of us he has communicated with me again today saying that it was a great experience for him too so i think it's really starting to work out i'm i'm like i said i'm just excited for the future yeah and listen once again i I say this in all sincerity we are very fortunate that we have regular playmates that we trust and that we know and we see relatively regularly and we can continue to enjoy their company it's it's nice to have those those pieces in place yeah especially during this time yeah it's great so we're fortunate Okay, well, well, stay tuned for hopefully a lot more with Ben in coming weeks. I hope to have a lot more to tell you guys. And of course, we tell you everything. Yes, we do. You will absolutely hear about it. We also only have a couple episodes left until episode 100. Yes, very excited. And we have some of the most fun, interesting 
episodes planned, including episode 100. So make sure that you're tuning into Front Porch Swingers every single Monday. If you guys have not left us a review yet on Apple Podcasts and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we would so appreciate that support. We got two of the nicest reviews this week. So thank you very much to those of you who did that. It definitely helps us gain a little bit more spotlight for those looking for content like ours, which is a great way to support the podcast. Yes, absolutely. And we have so much cool stuff coming up in the very near future. The end of 2020 is going to be an amazing time. And certainly the all of 2021, we are so looking forward to it, continuing to build the show and gain followers and listeners and just do some really cool stuff. I think we're we're really on the cusp of doing some very cool things in the space, and I'm super excited about it. Absolutely. And of course, we have to give a very big thank you to the people that make it happen for us that are allowing us to do so much of this cool stuff and have so many cool plans in the works. And those are our Patreon members. If you guys are not already members of our Patreon community, we offer exclusive bonuses to you in exchange for you sponsoring the show and giving us an opportunity to continue to do the content creation that we do. So a very big thank you to to our newest Patreon members this week who are Chuck, Rodney, RFRF, David, Jim, Sander, and Stephanie. Thank you guys so much for the support. And we have some really fun things coming your way with our Patreon community. And that's not even including the things that we already do. For example, weekly bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about things you will never hear on the regular episode. And we also give behind the scenes information on things that you do hear on the episode. So if you're a fan of the show and want to hear some of that additional content, it's a great place to do that. We also highly recommend our chat group, the Secret Telegram group, which has almost 80 people from around the world that are connecting on an array of topics, lifestyle related and not. It is such a sexy, fun, interesting place to be. You can enjoy all of that fun for yourself by heading over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. That link, as always, is in our show notes for you as well, and we hope to see you over there. Yes, absolutely. And as the year progresses and we get on the road, Our patrons are going to play a big part of that. We're going to see a whole bunch of them when we get out there. Absolutely. Also, guys, make sure you find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FP Swingers 2. You can find our YouTube channel, which is called Front Porch Swingers, with lots of new content going up all the time. We hope you'll subscribe over there. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. Yes, thank you all so much for listening. As always, check us out everywhere, social media, all that good stuff. Hit us up if you have any questions. We look forward to hearing from you. Hell yes. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally. And they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks. And also, it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.